Praise the Lord, we made it here today. My name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 145 of How Many. Let's try that again. We're here with episode 145 of How Married Are You? I was going to say that's just something. <laughs> you want to be done with this episode so bad that you just want to skip to the end. I'm just trying to move on. <laughs> How married are you? No, fool. <laughs> say the whole thing. And we're back here with episode 145 of How, How Married, married are, are You? Okay, my name is Belief. This is Eva, and we've been married 12, 12 years. Living in California, we got four, four kids. kids. Relationships scary. It's very necessary. We share our level of struggles. We ask, how, how married, married are, are you? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shawty. Hey. If you're listening, you're in the wedding party. It's okay if you want to put your hands up. You got the questions. We got the answers. It's chocolate baby story time. Chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby story time. One. So, tree and All right. Do you want me to go first? Why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, because I just realized I looked at you and you had that face like, oh, my gosh, I don't have anything to say. No, I have something to say. OK, go ahead. Say it. I actually it's like a um, a mom fail. Is my voice sounding OK on here? Because it sounds awful in my head. No, it sounds great. Mm. Um, had a mom fail today. OK. Um, I usually have it's it's President's Week. Like, what's President's Week? You know, when I was a teacher A break. <laughs> no. When I was and I'm about to tell stories how Glenn hates me telling stories, but I don't care. When I was a teacher, President's Week was something that I looked forward to, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And now as a parent, I'm like, what why do we have President's Week? <laughs> <laughs> what are these children doing here? Because mm -hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays are usually like time that I get to work and do all the things. So unfortunately, the kids are out of school today. I didn't have childcare today. And I like scheduled my whole day as if I had childcare. So I've been in meeting after meeting, meeting. And um, I told the kids at my last meeting, I was like, hey, when I get off this call, I need you guys to be ready to go. You need to pack your own snacks and do all the things, yada, yada, yada. I get downstairs after the call and very little humans have listened to anything that I said. Mm. And it was super frustrating and Raya is over here. I'm like, get your socks and shoes on. Let's go. Get a jacket, your water bottle. Let's go. You should have already had this done. Yada, yada, yada. And Raya is over here focusing on the wrong things and walking around with a bag of t tortilla chips, just chomping, just chomping and trying to tell me about everything that happened while I was on my call. And I yelled at him. Mm. I yelled at him. And I could tell I had shifted the mood in the whole room and I felt like, a horrible person and then the craziest part of it all is i yelled at him knew in the moment that yelling at him was not the answer and yelled an apology <laughs> <laughs> i said i'm sorry for yelling at you but you should have had your socks and shoes on already what are you talking about i don't care oh, da -da 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 -da. it was a horrible apology yeah so anyways we get in the car and i can tell i've already shifted the mood he walks around the corner and Raya doesn't necessarily easily get offended by me. Like the other kids, yes, but Raya not necessarily. So I knew I had effed up bad. Yeah. Theo walks around the corner and he's like, mom, he's crying. And I'm like, 
I didn't even have time to care in that moment. Mm. Um, but we drove here. I was like, I need to turn on some praise and worship because uh, I know that the 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 mood in the room <laughs> is not great. Yeah. So I turned on some praise and worship. We got to the office. I gave Theo the keys. I was like, hey, I need you to go let yourself and your brother and sister in the room. Right. I need you to stay. And I humbled myself and gave him the most genuine apology. That's amazing. And he accepted my apology. That sounds but, like a win. I mean, yeah, but like, it was bad. I was like, that sounds like every like, time I, I come home. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I was just so frustrated, and I'm so tired of being frustrated. But I guess it happens sometimes. Yeah, can you scoot over this way a little bit more? Um, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Um, man, so we went out of town for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We went up to lake arrowhead kicked it up there and we went up there with the purpose the intention was to do nothing and chill and relax and just hey let's start our little vacation off on the right foot this was your all events idea right and i was like cool so we get up there and we're like the kids are watching as much tv as they want they're playing on their ipad as much as they want it's just like freedom mm-hmm. and we're chilling right and usually we try to enforced some type of learning or something like that but they've been working so hard it's kind of like man let's just like you know what i'm saying give them a little bit of peace so they're doing whatever they want to do and i told theo what did i say i said i told him something we were they were getting ready for dinner or something like that and i told anaya that she could do something that theo and and, and theo was like uh what did he say babe he was like Oh, you, you know. Oh, wh- because Anaya was, Anaya was practicing integrity and she was like, you know, dad, I already had a brownie today. So it was, oh, yeah. she was trying to eat a cookie after dinner, but she's like, you know what? I did have a brownie earlier today. Yeah. And I said, it's okay. You can go ahead and have another brownie today or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Theo was like, we're only supposed to have two sweets a day. Mom no, it said. It was like one sweet. Oh yeah. We're only supposed to have one sweet a day. Mom said one sweet a day. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you minding Anaya's business? Like that, and he was like, "Yeah, but you know, like my, it's the rules." I was like, "You know what else is the rules? You're not supposed to watch TV in bed before you go to sleep. So what you can do is no TV tonight." Since and I just I I laid it on them, and the reason is, and this is like one of them things where I want to teach him one lesson, and I want mm-hmm. him to understand it one time. Mm-hmm. So one thing about Theo is that he's going to talk. He's going to say whatever come to his mind. And I'm just like, that's all good. You can do that, but you can't control what happens after you say that. <laughs> so I'm going to have to respond to you, you know what I'm saying, in whatever way you you mm-hmm. say whatever you got to say. So I was like, okay, cool, man. I love that you're focused on the rules. Let's let's implement all the rules right now. Mm-hmm. To, you, you know what I'm saying? Because... They've been like waking up, not even brushing their teeth, just hopping right <laughs> right onto the TV. They right. was in vacation mode. Yeah, sure. and it was... And so I'm, I forced them. I was like, nah, you going to sleep. And Anaya can watch TV to go to sleep. And you guys got to go to sleep. And they were just so upset. Uriah was livid at the <laughs> He just talks so much. He's just talking. He shouldn't let me take this one. <laughs> he wrote me a whole letter. He was like, mom. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was I can't so remember funny. exactly what he said. But, but yeah. it, it's very funny. And uh, yeah, that's my chocolate baby story time. Okay, so today... Nice little topic here. Yes. We are going to be talking about our why. 
I think that a lot of times people don't necessarily understand why we share so much of our lives <laughs> with the world, our marriage, our parenting, our individual walks and journeys. And so today we felt, felt like it was worth spending a little bit of time sharing a little bit about it. And I think actually, because um, we did receive an email that sparked the idea for this topic, and it was more of an appreciation email. And um, I am going to read it. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Remember we used to do words of affirmation? Yeah. That was so sweet. Um, hey, Glenn and Yvette, a note of many, many thanks from Geneva, Switzerland. After listening to episode 132, I'm pursuing mental health to save our, our marriage. I discovered your podcast after seeing the show Dads on Apple TV. Shout out to Shout out to Glennery. Dads. Shout out to Dads. <laughs> My wife and I have been going through it these past few years, but especially this past week, and hearing you guys so openly and honestly share what you've been through and how you've supported one another has given me so much hope and strength to see my wife in a different way, a more understanding way. I've had some experience sharing my own personal stories, and I think it's fair to say I know how difficult it is to get the, on the mic and put yourself out there knowing how many haters there are. But you guys do it so naturally. I really appreciate it. I also laughed out loud when Glenn was explaining his poop intruder experience. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for all you do and keep at it. I'm not going to give his name, but thank you so much for sending that email. If you are listening today, we love receiving emails like that because it affirms our why. Yeah. And not only that, if you guys have any questions or concerns about life, on Tuesdays, we usually talk, uh, answer questions, mm -hmm. couple questions, uh, relationship questions, whatever, family questions. We answer those on Tuesdays. So make sure you guys please email us at the email. I was about to say hello at how married are you, Pat? Hello at how married are you podcast dot com. And if you don't remember that, just look up hello. I'm sorry. Just look up. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mouthful. Just look us up on howmarriedareyoupodcast.com. You can insert, a, um, what are those things called? Uh, Y'all just contact Shelf? us. What is it? <laughs> no, they have like a contact form on the website. Oh, okay. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. There's yeah. a contact form on the website where you can ask questions, send us affirmations, whatever you want to do. Hey, we hey. here. What's happening? You're okay. <laughs> There's no rush. Okay. Okay. Wow. Am I rushing? No, no, no. But I feel you. I do feel like my day has kind of been. Yeah. And this is our time. There ain't no rush. This is our time. Babe. Okay. I, I, I feel you not accepting what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just still tense. Are you feeling me? You good? She, she, she got a wall up, y'all. <sighs> All right, so. Well, that goes into some of our why. I think when we first started this podcast, my reason <laughs> was <laughs> to get some quality time. time with you. I don't know if I would call it quality, but to get an opportunity to like kind of be face to face with you and talk about whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like it was just that. And I think that that was probably a point of tension for us for a little bit when doing this podcast because you're like, this is a business. This is leading us somewhere. There, This is taking us somewhere. This isn't just a time for us to sit down. <laughs> is that you imitating me? This is a business. Yeah. Right? Am I right? I don't think it was a point of contention. What, 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 what about it was con like, what, it was difficult. I think sometimes it was like, even just like the burping and the clearing my throat oh. and all of that stuff was like, uh, 
do you know I got to edit this? Yeah, it, it just, you know, it's interesting because... Okay, so are we going to talk about our Y or our no. X? Because it sounds like we're talking about X right now. I feel like I'm just saying initially when we started this podcast, I think we were planning on doing like a book club or something. Yes. And then we never actually started it. So we were like, let's just start talking. Like that was yeah, going. Yeah. And so we sat down in front of the mic and we just started talking. And I don't know. I feel like initially it was an opportunity for us to talk. And I think I don't remember how many weeks ago or how many episodes ago, but you even brought up the fact that we didn't talk before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it was uh, I think for our, our relationship has grown because of this designated time of communication. They you guys as the listener, the audience, um, you benefit off of it, mm-hmm. but we are talking as if you weren't even there. Yeah. I think sometimes we realize, oh, shoot, someone has to edit this and someone's going to hear all this. Mm-hmm. And then we realize again, like, oh, shoot, this is actually going out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a lot of pushback. So a lot of people, when they find out what we do, or they see what we do, they are very confused by why we would choose to share so much information mm-hmm. with a bunch of strangers. And there's several reasons why we do what we do, but a lot of the things that we do are focused within our own brand book, right? Mm-hmm. And so um as we it, and so I was on a I was on a live with Dr. Perry, uh Dr. Steve Perry last week. And he was like, help me understand what it the point is, right? He was just like, you you just share so much. And I was trying to explain to him and I couldn't really get it because it's almost like if you know, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, there is some there is so many secrets in like relationship, the black community, um, Hmm. families in general. There's so many secrets and like just quietness that um, actually screams very loudly. But we don't know that people can tell that we're broken in a lot of different areas or we're not doing well or we, or we are doing well. And I wanted, I think that one of the reasons why we do this is to let people know that they're not the only ones trying to figure it out. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. I'm sorry. I hope I'm not bird walking right now, but there was a movie shotgun wedding on Amazon prime with mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. I forget who else, the, who the male actor is. Um, and there was a scene on there where they were like celebrating the the groom's parents and talking about how perfect their marriage was and yada yada yada. And the mom was like, "What are you talking about? Your dad had an affair with my aunt. I cheated on him with the da, 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 da. my aunt. <laughs> I mean, with with his aunt. Oh, I was about to with, say, dang. With his sister, with her sister. And she just started to like l- list this long laundry list of all the things that they had been through, and how they just decided that they were going to work through those things and choose each other. Um, some of it was by default, but some of it was by intention and work. And he was like, just blown away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, everything I believed you to be was based on a lie. And I feel like that is why we share a lot. I mean, at least I feel like we are in alignment there, but I feel like that's what it is for us. Because I think that a lot of us, whether we be- know it or acknowledge it's happening or not, we create this image of what marriage is supposed to be. We create this image of what womanhood is supposed to be. We create this image of what manhood 
and fatherhood is supposed to be based on our own experiences that we've walked through or what we've seen on TV or whatever. And so I think for us, it's really important that we show an authentic or we give y'all an inside look on some of the things that we are actually working through because we want you to have a realistic perspective of what to expect. We Mm -hmm. want you to have realistic expectations walking into your marriage or walking into your role as a woman wife or a man husband, father. Um, And so I think for me, that is a huge reason why I am comfortable with sharing what we do. Now we don't share at all, but we share quite a bit. I feel like we're very vulnerable in these spaces. Well, one thing is you said comfortable. Yes, we're not comfortable. Right. Yes. That's not something we do. Like, yeah. It's not like, oh, yeah, we get to do this. And, you know, it is it is a, a reminder when the comment section is going off on me normally. Right. They from come the for me, party. too. They I come don't know. for you. Yeah. But, you know, you, but you think I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah but it still is like yeah. you know mm-hmm. like even even today like the, me and the entire team were going through comments from uh, one of our older videos and we were looking at it and it just was like i was like listen guys some of these comments are like i don't like to read comments because it's not healthy but there's something there that we can use you know what i'm saying for more content and we have a new team member who was taking everything personally they're like, mm. they don't know you, and why is every, uh, everyone calling themselves an auntie? And You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what the heck's going on? You know what I mean? And I was just like, yeah, like, that is a part of the process, but it does not feel great when someone has negative things to say about mm-hmm. you. And that's just normal, you know? Mm-hmm. But the, the thing is that I think it's so interesting is that people go and talk anyway. Mm-hmm. They go and talk about somebody. Mm-hmm. And the reason why people talk about someone is because they're not, doing anything that they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So the only thing they can do is talk about other people's stuff. I know a lot of people who who gossip but avoid therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like I know a lot of people who like like to delight in other people's pain, right? But they don't ever go and solve their own problems. And mm. um I think that that is where we are at where we're kind of look like, man, like I understand that you may have something against me or you may not agree with what I'm doing or whatever, but there's something powerful in reminding people of the truth and that most of the content that is valuable and excessive is a lie, Mm. right? For instance, um, on our other channel, Belief in Fatherhood, uh, people, somebody walked up to me, man, who, who said this? One of the homies, and it was weird because the homie was like, yeah, man, this kid Ryan Toy Reviews is killing y'all. What? Ryan Tory review. So Ryan, um, he's like a he was like six years old when he started when he like blew Is he up the on, one that has the toys in Target? Yes. Right. And he was mm-hmm. like, I went to Target and da 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 da. Now he's I guess like ten or eleven or twelve. I don't mm-hmm. know how old he is. And they were just like, Yeah, man, he's killing y'all. But this dude is a content creator. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kinda like, What you mean he's killing y'all? That's not what I do. Mm-hmm. He was like, Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like that he he he's 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 killing the game mm-hmm. and i was just like yeah man I, I that's not my goal or my vision to exploit my children to a bunch mm-hmm. of toys and give them a bunch of crap that's not my goal okay so let's be careful no 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 i know what i'm talking about okay hold on real quick let let, let, me, let me finish this okay. statement real quick that's not reality you're not going to just 
get a bunch of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's a fantasy. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's addictive. And that's why it's so compelling for children because they want a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at our channel, it's totally different. It mm -hmm. hits different. We know that if we pretended that everything was perfect, it would be way more profitable. <laughs> it would be way more profitable. It just would suck the soul out of us, mm -hmm. right? It, 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 would, it would deteriorate the authenticity that we have as a family. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say let's be careful because we don't know if it's necessary exploitation or just business. I didn't say it was exploitation, did I? You said we don't want to exploit our kids. No, I was. I was. I think I said expose, or that's what I meant to say. Okay, you said exploit. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. I didn't mean to say that. Um. Yeah, a part of our brand story, it, we say we created "How Married Are You" to be the rawest proof of a strong marriage. Our hope is with this look into our marriage, it would bring you healing and knowledge of what true worth looks like in relationship. And I feel like the healing and knowledge piece is really something that we are trying to hone in on. And I feel like when you look at the email that we got from this gentleman, he says exactly that. He was like, um, has given me so much hope and strength to see my wife in a different way. Mm -hmm. And if we are helping, like, you know, it's kind of, I'm envisioning um, when you go to the eye doctor and they put the little things in front of you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they're like, okay, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe with each episode, we're kind of doing that. We're like, you know, yeah. adjusting click, your vision. Click. We're allowing you to hear us communicate in a way that allows you to see your partner in a different way. And the the thing that I love the most when um, reading comments is when people are like, Yvette is so like my husband or like, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily gender specific. Yeah, It's just people and humanity and family of origin <laughs> and a lot of different factors that make us relatable to each of you. And so, I don't know, I just, that was a piece that I wanted to share. Yeah, and I think that what, what what's interesting too is that I know that there's been a podcast boom where there's a lot more people talking mm -hmm. about everything that they wanna talk about. And it's encouraging to me because every, every one isn't for everybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so um, to know people are finding their tribes and their communities within this space is really dope. I do think that there's something significant and special about what we have that I'm hoping that people could not just see and judge and look at like, man, y'all need to do this or y'all need to do that. But you could take and just be like, listen, I don't want to do that, so mm -hmm. therefore I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there are certain characteristics that you may see, um, you know, that could remind you of someone in your life that could use some of this content. Um, and I would, you know, it, I think it would be helpful if you shared it, you know what I'm saying, any of this content. But I do think that the push and in, in the, the takeaway that I'm hoping to help people understand is that they would have courage to share their lives. Yeah. Um, and the reason is... Because it's valuable, yeah. right? You don't know what generational curses you are uh, uh, breaking off because breaking off. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what generational curses you are breaking by sharing your story. And the reason why I keep saying stuff like this is because story mm. is king. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I say that because everything begins with a story. Marketing starts with a story. You have to care about the protagonist, mm-hmm. right? Even when we talk about Jesus, it's a story we're telling. Mm-hmm. When we get up and, you know, we tell people about our walk with the Lord, it is specifically our own story, our own testimony that mm-hmm. we are sharing. You know what I'm saying? So don't be afraid of your testimony even while you're in the middle of it. Yeah. Right? Like even while you're in the painful part <laughs> because you know that like it's work. It's work. It's work ethic, right? Um, and, so, and it's also – sorry. No, go ahead. And I feel like sometimes when you talk about something as you're going through it, 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 it makes your humanity more real. Because I feel like so much of the time people get to the other side of it and then we get to hear about, oh, I went through da, 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 whatever. But when you invite people to walk alongside you to the other side and now you, I'm not saying everybody deserves that place in your life. But when you allow people to walk through it, it's not only your testimony, it's theirs. I have a girlfriend who recently just had something happen and I told her, I was like, you know what? Thank you for like sharing. Like I was, I think I was cleaning the kitchen or something. I w- had moved on from our conversation, but she shared something to me. And the truth of the matter is as she was walking through what she was walking through, or she was, I'm going to just share it. If she knows, if she listens, whatever, but she was applying for a job and the process to apply for the job was kind of like whatever. And in my heart, strenuous. I just, it was strenuous. It was kind of, it was, and it just kind of got a little bit, whatever. And in my heart, I was like, this is not for her. <laughs> I was like, Lord Jesus, I know this ain't for her, but I, I just want you to just, you know, be with her throughout the whole process. And so what happened when she invited me in on the process is I actually got to join her in prayer along this journey that she was walking in on. And then she called me one day and she's like, I didn't get the job. And I was praising the Lord. I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. Like, I feel like she dodged a bullet. And for me, it was just evidence of how much the Lord cared for her because it was wrapped in a pretty package. It would have been great opportunity, but and it seemed very fitting for her and her personality. But at the same time, it was not for her. And I had an inclination of that, but. I don't know. It was just something really beautiful at the end of it to see that the Lord closed that door for her. And I think sometimes when we invite people to like have some sort of awareness of what we're walking through and allow them to pray for us, because I I genuinely believe that our wedding party be praying for us. I get some random messages sometimes, voice memos of people praying. I get te- uh, like DMs of people saying, I, I don't know why, but you felt my spirit today and I was praying for you. And I'm just like, oh, the wedding party. Y'all feel like my wedding party. Like, I feel like y'all are rooting for our marriage and our family and what we are trying to do in this life. And I feel like you guys are praying a covering of protection over our marriage because you acknowledge the vulnerability of what we are doing here. And so what I'm saying is that sometimes... No, all the time. (laughs) When you invite people to be a part of your process, to be a part of your journey, to have a glimpse of what you are walking through, to join you in prayer, and maybe some folk aren't joining you in prayer, you become the proof on the other side. When you have made it to the other side of it, they get to be like, oh, man. You know, and my mom, she used to tell me this, too, because she walked through some stuff as a young mother or whatever, And in her like older womanhood, 
she has had opportunities to speak into the lives of other women who are walking through similar circumstances. And she talks about how like sometimes the Lord allows us to have these things so that we can later show up for other people. And so I just feel like, and it also gives other people um, like a, some sort of empowerment. Yeah. Like the Lord allowed them to walk through that. Why wouldn't he allow me to walk through that? He loves me just as much as he loves her. Yeah. I am his beloved. I am a child of God. And so I just feel like sometimes it's a nice opportunity for um, empowering people. And so hopefully, hopefully that's what we're doing. Hopefully with us sharing our lives, our marriage, um, the things we're walking through, we are able to empower others to be confident on the foundation that you stand on. Or maybe you might need to rework your foundation, but yeah. Um, and, yeah. And I would say that's definitely what we're doing. And I would say for other people, maybe your maybe your audience shouldn't be as big, right? Maybe it's not for that many people. Um, maybe it is uh, <laughs> maybe it's for a small group of community, maybe it's for a church. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not for the the big stage, but there is power in your pain. It is power in your process. So don't be ashamed of your story. Mm -hmm. Don't be ashamed of your testimony. Don't be ashamed of your relationships, right? Um, there are certain relationships I can't share anything about. Somebody, so many people are kind of like, hey, what about this person? What about this person in your family? And i never seen this person, and I don't see y'all around none of these people. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, yeah, it's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. Y'all, you, you have access to me, but you do not have access to our people. You know what I'm saying? That ain't none of your business. What? The kind? Fruit roll-ups. Did you already have a? Uh, you already had a uh, fruit snack. What you say? You want to be big, and then what? So you want to be big, and now, and what does that mean? <laughs> did you did you eat all of your food this morning for breakfast? He did. He did not eat all of his lunch. You didn't eat all your lunch. Okay, so we'll talk later about the fruit roll-up, okay? We're almost done. We got a few more minutes, okay? What? You want to sit with us? Okay, close the door and you can join us. It'll be like old times. Yeah. <clears throat> um... <laughs> Come this way. Ooh. What did he fall on? He tripped on that cord. Are you okay? Yes. All right, you can't speak, though. You can just be here. <laughs> right. All right. All right, babe. How married are you? Dang it. Oh, I know how married I am. <laughs> Mom. Yes, Izzy. Okay. I'm so married that the other day I was like <laughs> the other day I was like, I can't do this laundry. Like I'm over it. Yeah. I'm not doing this laundry. So I hired I did this, the, a company, I hired a company to do my laundry. And Glenn refused. He was like, nah, 
um, they can't do my laundry. So <laughs> I'm so married that I sorted the laundry. Uzi, this ain't for you. I'm so married that I sorted the laundry. Like he made me take his laundry out of the laundry to give my laundry. Made you? You did. Because I was going to give it all to them. All I would have had to do was pour it into a bag. But you, being so whatever, too good for somebody doing your laundry, <laughs> I <laughs> separated your laundry from the laundry. And then, and then, I... Uzi, Uzi. hush now. <laughs> hush now. And then, the following week, I washed and folded and put away your laundry. Mm. Man, that's how married I am. That's good. I'm so married. Can I talk about... <laughs> you are married, babe. No, 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 no. Can I talk about why? 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 Babe, I have... Holes in your underwear and socks? <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> Tell the world. You know what, man? It don't matter. We, won't, don't, we don't know these people. That. We don't know these people. Who How cares? do you know we don't know these people? Remember how the last time I was on the toilet? <laughs> and that maid hopped in? Well, how married are you? I'm so married that Miss Ma'am here... We 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 didn't we don't have childcare like we used to, and Yvette couldn't go to the gym consistently, and so she wanted to get a tonal machine in our room. Now I wanted to hang up a flat screen TV oh my on the wall, and she said it was Watch not it was not going to be cute or something. <laughs> it was going to be an eyesore. <laughs> But now we have a freaking robot in our bedroom with arms. <laughs> it's not a robot. It's a robot. It's a robot. And you know what? I know you haven't used it, but it's beneficial for both of us. Okay? I know, but it's for you. And I want you to know that it's for you. Look up the price. T-O-N-A-L. <laughs> and that's, that's just, just how, how married, married we are. are.